Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So if you didn't hear, I actually took the entire month of August off uh, from my business because I wanted to, you know, have a little bit of space, a little bit of me time. Um, I don't really take vacation from my business. So I wanted to, you know, just have a few weeks where I could really relax and not worry about returning emails or having to check in on anything. And I'm so grateful I was able to do that because my assistant Kira was able to hold down the fort for me. So that was amazing. I also wanted to take August off because we had some family visiting for two weeks, which was really fun, um, but kind of bananas with so many family members here. Um, But it was so nice after not seeing them for about two years um, to have them come and look at Victoria with me and my partner and we could tour them around and really show them um, beautiful BC. If you've never been to British Columbia before, it is such a beautiful place. And honestly, we could not fit everything we wanted to show them in uh, those two weeks. So we're just hoping that they can come back again soon. So my whole month of August like just flew by. It went by so fast. Um, To be honest, I really feel like I need like another couple weeks to, you know, work on some behind the the behind the scenes stuff in my business uh, because I didn't have a chance in August. So, you know, this is my first week back at work. I'm doing the podcast episode. Um, I'm ready to jump back in and I'm really excited to, you know, kind of enter the fall and continue supporting you with your nutrition business. I have a lot of amazing podcast episodes lined up for you a lot with starting your business growing your business I've got some amazing guests lined up I'm just really excited about um, this new season coming in especially because September or the fall uh, can be a really big time for uh, those of us with nutrition businesses because it's a time when a lot of people are looking to focus on their health you know after a summer of being out and about they want to kind of buckle down and you know focus inward for a little bit same with in January so we're in a really good time frame now so if you are looking to start your business over the next couple months now is a great time because there's a you know a lot of energy in the air of people wanting to work on their health so you're definitely starting at the right time so I hope that you've also had a really nice summer and um, yeah just happy to be here and I thought it would be really nice to just share a really quick episode today um, all about some questions that I've been asked recently about your nutrition business so specifically what I'm going to do is share some questions that were asked in my launcher nutrition biz program so recently I have introduced a monthly Q&A session a group coaching call where everybody inside launcher nutrition biz can come onto the call and ask their personal questions and get one-on-one time and support with me and you know these calls are always amazing because I love meeting everybody in the program I love the conversation it's a great way to meet other nutritionists in the community get ideas and um, it's always just a really high energy conversation where there's so much learning going on so I wanted to make sure that you could get in on that goodness as well 
um, and share those questions with you today that we had in our last Q&A session. I actually did do a day of work in August. Um, well, a couple days. I did a few days of client work and then one day where I did this Q&A session. So what I'm going to share are the questions that were asked during the August Q&A session inside of Launch Your Nutrition Biz. Now, if you want to have the opportunity to ask your own business questions to me and you're looking to start your business, I highly recommend joining Launch Your Nutrition Biz. It is an online program to help you start your nutrition business and sign your first paying clients with over eight modules, 35 videos, 10 customizable templates for you to use in your own business. Honestly, it's a jam-packed program. I'm so excited to um, have created this for you guys. And we have hundreds of members actually in the program, hundreds of students there right now going through the course material um, and coming to the Q&A session. So you are in good company. And if you're interested in learning more about that program, you can head on over to stephanielong.ca slash launch your nutrition biz to learn more. Okay, so let's get started. The way that I want this to work is I'm actually just going to read you the question that was asked to me and I'm going to give you a really high level answer. So we're not going to go into the nitty gritty details because I want to keep this episode a bit shorter, but I'm just going to kind of let you know um, how I approach this question and the answer that I gave to the person who asked this. Okay, so the first question that one of the Launcher Nutrition Biz members asked is, how do I price my programs? Now, this is a question I get all the time, so I wasn't surprised when I heard this, and I'm actually really excited someone asked this because it is so common, and I think this can give a lot of us a lot of fear, is like, how do we actually price a program? Do I price it low so everyone buys it? Do I price it higher and then risk nobody buying it? You know, it's this thing that can create a lot of anxiety and confusion. So the first thing I said was, you know, pricing your programs is such an individual thing. There's so many different nuances and things to consider when pricing your programs. And the first thing I really want you to consider is, you know, how much money do you need to be making a month? So, you know, to pay your bills, to pay your rent or mortgage, um, to, you know, I guess fund your business, you know, anything that you need to have um, money coming in to, you know, pay that minimum of what you need to be making per month. Like, what is that? Get really, really clear on that. So that's going to mean you going and looking at your finances and saying, I at least need to be making X number. And I say this because so many of us don't do that. We just say, okay, I see everyone charging hundred dollars. I'm going to charge hundred dollars, but your needs might be different from someone else's needs and their capacity to take on maybe more clients might be different from your capacity. So you want to know how much do I need to make and then how much time do I have in my schedule to see clients um, and how many clients can I actually have? So let's say that you have to make minimum $1,000 a month. Now, maybe you only have four hours in your schedule every week to work with clients, and maybe you wanna meet with your client every single week. So you know every week you have four hours, in a month that is 16 hours, um, and you need to spread that you know, between all of the clients that you're gonna bring on. So again, we wanna make $1,000. Now, what I would suggest in this scenario is, okay, if you only have four hours every week, maybe that means taking on four clients, and then each client you're gonna charge $250. So right away, you know, every single month, you know, you have time for, you know, every week for clients and they're paying $250 each. You're making that thousand dollars. Now that's just an example. You might need to make much more, much less, whatever it is. Um, you know, that is one way to look at it is to really, you know, think about how much you need to make, 
um, how many hours you have, how many clients you can bring on. Now, the second thing I would say about pricing your programs is looking at what's out there in the market. So what are other people charging? Um, you know, if we're working in person, we do have to stay a little bit similar to those other um, nutritionists or health practitioners that are charging, you know, and stay similar price range just because in person people are going to price compare. But when we're online, you know, this opens us up a little bit more and there can be more variation in what you're actually going to be charging. So you can see what other people are doing, but then again, go back to the drawing board and see what you need to be charging. And then the last thing I would recommend doing kind of as like an overall piece of advice um, in my opinion, is always to price a little bit lower. So I'm not saying, you know, give things away for free or discount super heavily, but price a little bit lower to begin with so you can incrementally increase your prices over time, especially if you're just getting started. Um, you know, get a couple clients at a lower price, increase the price, and then a couple months later, increase the price um, so that you're not picking the highest price you ever want to charge and there's no wiggle room to go higher, you know, when you have more experience or you see more clients, we usually want to charge a bit more. So keep that in consideration as like, where can you price it where you feel like that's a good amount to be making right now, but then over time you can bump it up, you know, as you get more experience. So those are the three things I would recommend when um, thinking about pricing your programs. The next question was, which association should I join for my nutrition business? So basically an association would be something like if you've heard of CanPro, which is the Canadian Association for Holistic Nutrition Professionals, um, or there's CanP, or there's IONC. There's so many different associations that you could become a part of. And what um, the reason you might want to become a part of an association is some of them actually give you the opportunity to write a board exam and um, be part of their, I guess, in a sense, like governing body. So because a lot of holistic nutritionists are unregulated, we're in an unregulated profession, being in a part of an association and being able to write a board exam to be kind of under the umbrella of this association lends to a little bit more credibility uh, with your designation. So that's kind of reason number one. The other reason to join an association might be to get some um, business building support. So a lot of them do lots of webinars and workshops and trainings, a lot of discounts. So maybe you want a discount on insurance for your practice or discount on supplements or something like that. Um, and then the thing that I most kind of advocate for, for jo joining an association is Let's say that there is an issue with a client and they want to make a complaint. Now this is probably very likely not going to happen to you, but let's say that it did. Um, because we're in an unregulated profession, there's really nowhere for that client to go to make a complaint. So if you're part of an association, that client can actually go to the association um, and, and talk to the association and make that complaint. And then this is actually, you know, helping you have the support on your end if this situation wants to happen. And it also gives your client the peace of mind that they have somewhere to go if they need to negotiate something or you know make a complaint so those are the top reasons I would say and um, because I'm Canadian like I mentioned CanPro is one that I recommend CanP um, I believe in the states there's IONC that also might be Canadian I'm, I'm not as familiar with that one but um, the one that I used from my personal school was the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition Alumni Association so CSNNAA um, I love that one I'm actually a 
part of their advisory committee. They're doing so much good work for CSNN grads. So if you're a CSNN grad, I highly recommend looking into uh, the Alumni Association and you do get your first year in the association for free. So definitely take advantage of all of their trainings, their discounts, and all of the programs that they offer. Uh, the next question was, are your services or are nutrition services covered by insurance? So what we're talking about here is like if somebody had, you know, benefits with their company to cover holistic nutrition. Now, this isn't a clear cut answer and it might depend on where you live, what state you're in, what province you're in. Um, so definitely do your research here. But what I have seen is that um, we aren't as covered as much as we'd probably like to be. And the reason for this is a lot of benefit companies will cover nutrition, but if you dig a little bit deeper, what they actually mean is dietitian services. So what I always suggest my clients do is if you have a client who wants to submit their receipt in like their receipt that they got from working with you, um, make sure that you write holistic nutrition on that receipt so that the benefit company can actually look and see, you know, do you have coverage or does that client have coverage for a dietitian or holistic nutritionist? And then it can be looked at appropriately. Now, I did have a couple clients have, you know, a positive experience and their benefits covered my services, but that wasn't always the case. So again, caveat is, you know, make sure that they're they're seeing that it's holistic nutrition, put that on any receipt or any information you give to your client um, and, you know, ask them to actually call up their benefits company beforehand so that they don't just work with you assuming it's covered and then they feel misled at the end. I think it's always good to lead with transparency, let them know that they need to, you know, find out from their insurance company and then you can work out everything once they find out. Okay, the next question, I know these are rapid fire here, but like I said, I just kind of wanted to do high level. And on these Q&A calls that I do, we obviously go a little bit deeper and I give personalized feedback. Um, but this is, again, just an example of like the scope of what we cover on these calls. There's so many good questions that come in. So the next one um, was from somebody who was, you know, in their business a little bit longer and was ready to launch a program. And she wanted to know, like, how do I properly launch a nutrition program. Um, and I guess we could say any kind of launch in your business, whether it's launching an ebook, launching your website, launching a program. How do I do this kind of, you know, announcement that something is ready? So I kind of have a three phase process for launching anything. And the first one is the pre-launch phase, the launch phase, and the post-launch. Now I'm gonna just high level tell you what these all are. So in the pre-launch phase, this is before we're actually obviously launching the program or, or the piece of material, um, but we still want to start talking about that thing before it's available. So let's just use, for example, your website. You're ready to launch your website um, and you know it's gonna be ready in a month. So you know, usually the majority of us don't say anything until the day it's ready and say, my website is launched. Now I actually want you to pre-launch launch this by you know talking about how you're working on your website showing behind the scenes showing a screenshot getting input on branding or colors um, really making your audience and your community in the process of the website build and getting them excited about the day it's going to launch and you can tell that will be a really big difference you know if they're aware of it and excited for it that 
they're going to be, you know, the first ones to click on it when it goes live versus if this is the first time they're hearing about it a month from now, they might just not really know why it's important. So if you take the time to really buzz it and get excited about it and share about it and do that pre-launch for a couple weeks beforehand, people are going to be excited. Now, after you've pre-launched it and you're ready to launch it, um, there's many different ways you can launch. You can um, do like a little bit of a giveaway to create some buzz and excitement. You can like a free session or something like that. Let's say if you are um, launching your website, you could offer, you know, anyone that goes to your website and shares it with a friend gets entered into a contest or something like that. Um, you can share it on social media. You can share screenshots. You can share testimonials. Um, you can, you know, this is when you really want to get live and visible. So you really want to be talking about it and not just once, multiple times. So again, maybe you announce the website's launched. A few days later, you show behind the scenes. A few days later, you show like a snippet of something on the website you want to highlight. You know, you just want to keep talking about it and sending traffic to that place. So that's the launch phase. And I would recommend, you know, only a couple weeks of launching, not too long because people's um, attention span will be lost. And then the post launch would be, you know, this might not work as much for something like a website, uh, but let's say you had just launched a nutrition program. We want to do a bit of a post launch where we're asking, you know, why didn't they join? Um, we're, you know, following up with the people who did join to see how they're doing. We're kind of wrapping things up and seeing what worked and what didn't work so that when we potentially launch this again, we've done this kind of like, uh, you know, full story look at, you know, everything, you know, how did the pre-launch go? How did the launch go? And then let's kind of put it all together and see what we can do differently next time. So again, three phases there. And I highly recommend spending time to, you know, map out each phase and not just launching something the day it's ready. Okay. The next question I got was which email platform should I be using? So we've all likely heard that we should be writing emails or newsletters to our community once a week, once a month, whatever it might be, but you're wondering, you know, what am I actually using to write this email? Now, the first thing I recommend is do not write this from your personal like Gmail account or your personal like business email. You need to be using an email platform so that people have the ability to unsubscribe if they don't want to be a part of your list anymore. Now, in the past, I was always talking about MailChimp because I found that was a very easy to use, simple platform for just getting started but I'm actually switching gears and starting to introduce another platform into my Launch Your Nutrition Biz program. And that platform is called Flowdesk. Now Flowdesk is on the newer side, which is why it hasn't previously been recommended by me because I'm just getting to know it now. But a lot of my clients have used Flowdesk and it's a very easy to navigate program where you can create really beautiful newsletters. You can create landing pages to have people sign up for your newsletter. You can segment your list. So you could say, you know, these people over here downloaded X freebie and these people over here downloaded Y freebie. So you can segment and keep, you know, things really clean. It's a really great platform to use. And this is the one I'm always recommending. Now, one thing I do want to mention is that the normal pricing for Flowdesk, um, I 
think is around $30 to $40 a month. But if you use my um, affiliate code, you can actually get 50% off your monthly uh, subscription. So if you head on over to stephanielong.ca slash biz tools, you can scroll down, find the Flowdesk button, click that, sign up through my link to get your 50% off. And then if you sign up and send me an email, I will actually send you a 20 minute training on how to actually set up your Flowdesk account. So I know this can be the most confusing thing is how do I actually set up the email platform? I've got you covered. I have step-by-step -step videos. So if you do sign up through my link, you'll see the email address to email me at to get access to that training. Again, I should also say with email platforms, even if you were, let's say, on MailChimp and you want to move over to Flowdesk, um, it's usually pretty easy to migrate your list over. So if you're feeling like, oh shoot, I should have picked one over the other, there are ways to transfer the information. So don't sweat it. Um, you can always contact the email platform's customer support to help them migrate everything over for you. Okay, and then the last question I got is where should I be spending my money when I'm first starting my business or when I'm a student? Now, I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on how to start your nutrition business as a student, so I'll just keep this really brief, but there are a lot of ways you can actually start your business for free while you're still building it or perhaps when you're still in school. So starting your social media accounts and, and creating a community and an audience is going to be really, really big. You can also start planning out what your website's going to look like. So you can start writing your about page, your homepage, you know, thinking about what images you're going to put where, collecting stock photos, you know, really the planning phase of the website. You could even, you know, start creating some business cards or even like a promo card on something like canva.com um, and use one of their templates. You can even print the cards right from Canva for, I believe, like $20, $30. So it is going to be a cost, but you can start putting those cards in grocery stores, giving them to friends and family. Um, and if you're worried that you're not yet graduated, you can always write holistic nutrition student or graduating, you know, in and say, a date like 2022 um, and then put your email or your social links and then that's where people can start contacting you. Um, you could also even create a freebie like a free meal plan, a free guide, something like that to start growing your email list. So again, you could get set up on something like Flowdesk, create a landing page with an opt-in for people to you know, sign up and then create that freebie and you've already started a list before you've even launched your business. How cool would that be? So those are a few ways you can start. And again, like I said, I'm going to do a whole deep dive on this subject because I know so many of you want to know how do I start my business in a low cost? way or when I'm still in school um, because you want to get jump started and I think that that's amazing. So I'll leave it there. Those were some of the questions that we covered in that Q&A session. Um, and I would love it if you want to join Launch Your Nutrition Biz and get support in these sessions. Our next one is mid-September. So you can always join now, get access to those Q&A sessions, or all of the sessions are recorded. So at any point when you join Launch Your Nutrition Biz, you can actually see all of the past Q&A calls and actually go through those and get all of the advice and support from those Q&A sessions.
So I am so excited, like I said, to be moving into the fall to continue to bring you guys lots of great content um, and continue to support you. I just want to let you know that you can follow me on stephanielong.ca over on Instagram and I would love to chat with you there. That's where I'm going to be sharing a lot of content over the next couple months. So you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on the podcast and you can always check out my website at stephanielong.ca for Launch Your Nutrition Biz info podcast info or connect with me on there. Alrighty, I will let you go. Thanks for being here for today's episode and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.